Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. When you are spiritual, you become lively. You become alive. When a sister is spiritual, she becomes alive. When your spirit is alive, you are very active. I mean, you cannot be in a service like this and not be active. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the word of God. Before you guilty and unworthy How can I be forgiven and holy Lord I know I break your heart But you promised that I could start all over And all the things I've done you place to meet and everyone into the sea of forgetfulness. You place to love my sins. Yes, I'm the one who keeps reminding you over and over again into the sea of forgetfulness as far as. The east from the west, seventy times seven, you've forgiven me, and you keep cleansing me, placing my sins into the sea of forgetfulness. me with holy arms of mercy in spite of all I've done you still keep on loving me and I only need to ask and you erase the love of my past forever my debt of orbit have all been washed away into the sea of forgetfulness you place to love my sins yes I'm the one who keeps reminding you over and over again into the sea of forgetfulness as far as the In my sins into the sea of forgetfulness. It's your unfailing love that covers me and all my multitude of sins. It 
Trust that you have been blessed already. Hallelujah. How many of you feel like it's going to be a great time in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. How many of you have been following the series? How many of you listened to last week's message in the course of the week? Mm, 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 mm. Yo. Did you bring a Bible to church? Those on the left, did you bring a Bible to church? a service for serious Christians. People who are into the word. Today I told my church that when you are deep, you you are not easily moved away from God and from the church. This modern Christianity where you are shallow is not right. Say amen. You you must have your own Bible. When we look at the Bible, we we must see that this Bible is being read every day. Want to know you have opened your Bible. Want to know you have opened your Bible. Yeah. Hallelujah. But are you ready for the word this afternoon? I only heard three people. Yay! 
I think we should close the service and go. Are you ready for the word this afternoon? Those of you here, are you ready for the word this afternoon? Do you want to hear some wisdom this afternoon? I can't hear you. Do you want to hear some wisdom? Those of you here, you are diplomats, you see. Do you want to hear some wisdom this afternoon? excited to be in the service because I'm a pastor in the service. No. I'm excited because I am getting wisdom that is protecting my life. It is like medicine that is protecting us from a bad disease. Yeah. But this afternoon, we have the power of the word in the house. We have a servant of God to bring the word to us. We have an anointed vessel to bring the word of the Lord to us. I want you to clap your hands together and let's welcome to the pulpit the Bishop Edwin Morgan O'Brien. Come on, make some noise. Put your hands together this afternoon. Let's welcome him. Come on. No need to ask me twice, just sign me up As long as it's Jesus Christ, just sign me up now Peter the fisherman was working by the sea Fending to his business of life so diligently Jesus was passing by on his missions across the land. He only said, Follow me, and I'll make you a fisher of man. And Peter said, Sign me up for you, for you. There's no need to ask me twice, just sign me up now. Whoa, oh, oh, Just like everyone 
to be here? Do you believe God brought you here for a reason? Are you sure something is about to change in your life? Can you clap your hands? Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for the privilege to be in your house. Thank you for the great honor to hear your word. Thank you for the blessedness of your presence. Thank you for everything you have in store for us today. Touch our lives. Bless our lives. Take us forward. Deliver us from evil. Thank you for fantastic wisdom. Thank you for supernatural guidance. Thank you for the blessing of being here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Let your hand clap be louder and generous. Give it to Jesus, baby. Glory to God. Glory to God. Wow. You may be seated. Glory to God. 
Wow. I'm so glad to see you in church. I thank God for flaming fire. Because of the fire that comes from this service, no demon will be able to settle down on your life. Are you aware that one of the names of demons is flies? Did you know that? Yes. Belzebub is Lord of Flies. Belzebub. It's a name that was given to Jesus by the demon-possessed Pharisees. And that word, Beelzebub, means the Lord of Flies. Flies. You, a Christian shouldn't like a place where there are a lot of flies. It, it doesn't hold very good spiritual significance. Yeah. And I'm sure you know that flies will always land on and settle on very cold surfaces. If the surface is very hot, no fly will settle on it. And demons are flies. So when you are hot, no demon settles on you. That's why we chose the name Flaming Fire. No devil will settle on your life. No devil will settle on your life. You are going to be free from every satanic agenda, every demonic agenda. You're going to be free. Say, I'm free. Oh, say, I'm free. Can't hear your voice, baby. Say, I'm free. Are you sure you are free? Then shout it aloud. Say, I'm free. If the demons were able to settle on your cousin, they will not settle on you. If they were able to settle on your friends, they will not settle on you. Even if they were able to settle on you last week, after this week, you'll be so hot that when they come and settle down, they'll feel the fire and they will get up. Clap your hands for Jesus. So, it's a beautiful blessing to share with you today a continuation of the subject I've been sharing about for some weeks, couple of weeks. And the title is The Rod of Correction. The Rod of Correction. The Rod of Correction. One of the greatest blessings you will have in your life is the blessing of having the Rod of Correction. We took our text from the book of Proverbs. You remember? Proverbs 22, verse 15. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. But the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. 
every child, every child, every young boy, are there young boys and girls in the service? I want to beg you to believe me, even if your parents hasn't told you. You know that one of the reasons why everybody must have a pastor, and the pastor, I mean, it's better if the pastor is not your father, is that there are, there are a lot of truths that your parents cannot tell you. They will dance around it, flip it over, and not be able to tell you. But in flaming fire, we speak the truth, baby. As for this place, if I don't speak the truth, it means I've disappointed your destiny. So when you come to this service, you must expect that the truth will be told. And I'm telling you that one of the truths you need to accept is that if you are a young person, then your predilection for foolishness is very strong. Predilection for stupidity. The possibility that your next major step will be a foolish step is very high. That's why you need flaming fire to lower the statistical index of your foolishness. The younger you are, the more prone you are to decisions that are self-destructive. So when I chanced upon Proverbs 22 verse 15, I said, Eureka, I found the panacea for the afflictions of my sons and daughters. Please believe me, the New Living Translation of the scripture, Proverbs 22 verse 15 says, a youngster, a youngster, a youngster's heart is filled with foolishness. Isn't that more serious? Isn't that more serious? Oh, I can't hear you. Isn't that more serious? Yes, a youngster's, how many youngsters do we have here? Can I have some seven youngsters? I hear there are ten of you here. The rest are all adults. Who are the seven youngsters? Seven youngsters, yeah. Oh, I see. You are more than ten. Wow. I thought you were seven. A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness. It's painful. I want to say ouch. Ouch. But physical discipline... A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, but physical discipline will drive it far away. A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness. A youngster's heart. Ask your neighbor, are you a youngster? Or you are a parent? I, I ask, no, some of you, I'm sure you're giving birth to a girl at the choir and you ran away to come to hide in Accra. Please verify, do some verification. In French, we say verifier, verifier. Find out. Are you a youngster or you are a parent? Your baby is in the choir. Huh? A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness. A baby. I mean, it, this, this translation does not even leave one millimeter cube of space for wisdom 
or guidance or intelligence. I mean, your heart is filled with foolishness. It's not good. I thought it was very bad, but the New Living Translation has worsened the picture. But I thank God that even if your heart is filled with foolishness, there is a solution. So there's a solution. How many of you want solutions to your issues? Yeah. The solution is what? Physical discipline will drive it far away. Today, I want you to Understand, and I'm, go- I'm going to keep repeating myself, that if you are a young boy, a young girl, you must be very comfortable with difficulties. Amen. Don't allow your parents to create a world of luxury and comfort. Yes. It is a veritable source of evil in your life. Reject it. Refuse it. Fight it. Turn away from it. If you are a young boy or a young girl, you must, the Bible says, the rod of correction is what will drive it far from you. Yes. And the rod of correction, rod, correction, these two words are not soft words. Rod and correction. Rod and correction. Like like a king of correction. There's nothing... There's nothing nice about it. There's nothing good about it. I mean, there's nothing comfortable about it. So if you are a young boy listening to me, you are a young girl listening to me, and you want a future that is beautiful, a future that is bright, listen to me. I'm only here, I'm not here to recite poetry. I've written poems, but there's nothing this afternoon which is from born out of a poem I've written. I'm just here to repeat, thus saith the Lord. And how many of you believe that the word of God and the voice of God and the sound of God is real? The word of God is more practical than your reality. Yes. The Bible says that the rod of correction will drive it from you. Yes. I'm preaching this series with passion, with energy. Because you need it to be driven away from you. Yes, a rod of correction, without it, forget about the school you are attending. Whether it's uh, uh, GIS or, or, or GIJ or uh, uh, TIS or PWD. Yeah. One act of foolishness will make nonsense of your Wesley girls. I said one act of foolishness will make nonsense of your Cornell. I said, Cornell, one act of stupidity will neutralize your Columbia University. Yes, yes, it, it will make nonsense of it. I'm telling you, some of you, you see, some of you feel so good about yourself. You think that you are the first person God created. What you don't know is that before you came, millions of generations had already come before you. You are a new, you are a new Loaf of bread that is about to be cut. Yes, we've been cutting loaves of bread ever since. Yeah, you are so new. I don't even know what to tell you. Humble yourself and believe the word of God. I say, humble yourself and believe that you see these type of young young boys who wear glasses and they are intelligent. They feel that they, I mean they are the wisest, they speak English, their English were good, 
and we are speaking this type of basketical English, and they say, oh, "Wow, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna GIJ, I'm gonna TIS, I'm, I'm, I'm in GIS, nonsense IS." Cool down. Greater than you have been neutralized. Greater than you have been effaced. Effaced. Yes. Cool down. You rush out before you know it. You know, we are coming to visit you in a, in a, in a mental hospital. Remove the glasses and cool down. Nonsense. Look, Satan is very wicked, though. He's not even afraid that you are in church. He doesn't fear pastors. Can you imagine in Matthew 4, he met Jesus Christ in the wilderness. He wasn't afraid of going to tempt him. I mean, you can tempt the cat keys, you can tempt the uh, uh, choir leader, you can, you can, but Christ himself, Jesus, I mean, you were with him in heaven. You know that he was there when you were being created. He gave you your room, your room keys. <laughs> he still wasn't, so, so if he was not afraid to go to Jesus, then who are you? Tell your neighbor, cool down. Look, the only hope I'm preaching now. I'm preaching now. Can you can you hear me? The only hope of a good future for you is difficulties. Anything less than that, we cannot be sure where you are going to end up. Any young boy here, any young girl here who is allergic to difficulties. I'm prophesying already without being called a prophet that there is no future for you. We might as well dismiss you as dead. Difficulties. Every young boy here must embrace hardness. There is no future for softies. I said, there is no future for softies. Those who make it will make it through hardness. People like David who understood Proverbs that hardness is the only hope for a young boy. Hardness is the only hope. Only. When I say only, I mean only. He is the one who could say that thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. They comfort me. That I receive great comfort when I am, I am raised in difficulties and harshness. That's my comfort. Thy rod and thy staff. Not they pepper me. Not they pain me. Not they disturb me. Not they annoy me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Better begin to see, see and seek comfort from rots. And don't, don't, don't 
view rods and staffs as sources of disturbance. I've seen many of your type. I, I tell you all the time. When I was in school, the, the guy who was number one, by the time we were writing O level, ordinary level, five years after Form 1, like SS1, we did five years. Not this type of bogus school you had going. The proper school, we did five years. Senior high, five years. Uh, like a friend is saying, you know, junior high plus senior high, five plus two, seven. You are doing two and a half plus one and a half. No, no, no wonder your English weren't good. By the time we were writing exams, he was, he was on drugs. Till today. Don't, don't be, don't, don't, don't give yourself over to pleasures and parties and outings and sleepovers and I'm going here and I've got this, I've got this, uh, PS3, PS4, I'm going to see my friend and Maggie is bringing some friends and we are going to East Legon to have a sleepover and we are doing some pyjama night and we are doing happiness and happiness, you are going up and down, you go to a movie night, a film night, party night, let's do kebab, happiness, your friend is coming and your mommy is giving you pocket money and, and, and sponsoring your stupidity. When you pass and you see these hustlers from Oyarefa, hustlers from Oyibi, who do they, they don't go to London. They are into an area that has something, even their face is hard. Yes. Hard, burn your face. Fetching water, selling house of cocoa in the morning before they go to school, selling this type of, they are in school, but they are more than, more than area boys. Yes. Salesmen. Salesmen in school. Yeah, we give you 20 years. After 20 years, we can't find you. But those who are selling porridge in the morning, they are the ones in, 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 having the money. They are the ones passing the churches. They are the ones living in town. They are the ones we can find. They are the ones driving the cars. They are the ones living in nice houses. They are ones with wives and children. They are the ones who are, who, who are having masters. And those who are, who are treated like queens as children, we can't find them. Bastards and divorcees and idiots. If daddy won't tell you, it's because he's your father and he loves you too much. That's why he sent you to come and sit here. Here we speak the truth. And the truth is that your destiny cannot be guaranteed outside the context and the confine of rots and staffs and corrections and hardness and difficulties and all the things that come with it. I'm t- believe me, you are, I said, I was there before you came. I am the one who gave birth to you. I, I said, I was there before you came. Believe me, I'm telling you that outside rots and staffs, there's no hope for you. There must be rots. There must be rots. Rot stands for hardness. Shakataya. Some of you will look for me. I give you just 15 years. 15 years, you'll be looking for my phone number. Telling me, asking me what I saw to preach this series. 
what I saw to preach the series on temptations. You look for me. You realize that life is not about English grammar. <laughs> that Satan is not afraid of your vocabulary. He's not afraid of how you understand physics and Charles law and Ball's law and all types of thermodynamical concepts. Satan, I'm saying that somebody who was not afraid of going to Jesus, you are hopeless. There's no hope for you. Satan is not afraid. There's nothing you have that Satan is afraid of. He is coming for you directly. Read my lips. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't care if you fasted last week. I don't care if you read the Bible this morning. He is coming for you. And he will get you. The only escape, the only exit is your ease and your joy. And the comfort you, 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 you have allowed yourself to derive from hardships. Some of you should be walking from your house to church and not sit in a car. Thy rod. And thy staff, they comfort me. Anything less than this mind, you are bold over. Bold over. Anything less, you are bold, bold. You're bowling over. you bold over. thy rod. They are my comfort. Everybody under the sound of my voice from today reject comfort. Reject ease. Reject convenience. Pleasure. Excitement. These are the things the devil will throw at you. But because of flaming fire, when he throws it at you, it will boomerang to him. Do you know what it means to, to boomerang? Yes. Last week, I shared with you the first rod. Which is what? The word of God. Yes. The word of God. Obeying the word of God. Being given over to the dictate of the word of God. Pleasant or unpleasant. The angel said, eat the book. It will be sweet in your mouth. But give it two years. Give it six months. It will be bitter in your belly. And it's that bitterness that leads to your nourishment. That's the word. That's the word. Yes. No, I want, I want to advise you, young girl, young boy, don't put aside the word of God. It should be at the center of your life. It should be at the mantelpiece of your life. The word of God. The word of God. It is your salvation. The word, the word of God, the Bible. 
outside church, she when you walk out of here, anybody who who mentions the word of God, if you mention Bible, church, you are you are, you are, you are seen as 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 a as a relic of 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 the medieval times. You are not current. When you say Bible and church and Holy Ghost, yes, church. I'm into Bible. So wh- wh- why? Wh- wh- what are you talking about? When we are into Frankies and we are into uh, 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 ANC Mall and we are going to uh, uh, Silver Star movies and Superstar movies and uh, Stardom movies and we are uh, going to Yankee and we are into this type of life. You say what? Well, what church? What are you talking about? But your beauty. Come from the word of God. I was telling a, a, somebody, a, a group recently that the wisdom of God is long term. Yeah. Anybody who uses God's word should be prepared to be laughed at initially. Your life will go to the left. Yeah. You won't be impressive. Even you yourself, you will laugh at yourself. Yes. But 10 years. 20 years, 7 years, 6 years. Yes, you see those friends who, when you were 18, were sleeping with anything in trousers. By the time they are 30, they look like grandmothers. Yes, grandmothers, literally. They look old, in need of resuscitation. When the four Hebrew boys were in the king's palace in Babylon, they were not eating those meats and things. They were into vegetables. And they were saying, how? You know, if you are going to the king, you must look fresh like a boy who was born in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. You see the American children, how they look. Those of you who have got cousins. They look nominal. Nomin, 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 nomin. Yeah. When they come and you are standing by them, you look like a refugee from Somalia. Yeah. Yes. Because the fresh milk they drink, you, the milk, your ideal milk, it says they use a teaspoon to measure. One, two. The, bring your bowl. Bring your aluminum bowl. One, two. One, two. And they are there drinking bottles of fresh milk. No wonder their skin is not like yours with rashes. Rashes. Crudozoic skin. Always there's a type of food when you eat, you look fresh. Very fresh. Even in Ghana, there are some children based on the type of diet. When you see them, they look like American children. Yes, yeah, nominal children. Nomi, nomi, nomi. Then you, even the cassava crowd, they must divide it into two. Yes. And small abom that they must add. Small one, they have used water to dilute it. Small soup will do fufu. They will will dilute it with water. They will pour water in that. We are like prisoners in the house. And your, and your cousin in Philadelphia is eating food with meat, steak, chicken. 
Ebay. They wake up, they are eating a cornflakes and a winter bakes. And you morning, how's that cocoa? This type of kose. And you are, oh. But I've got good news for you. And I've got good news for you. These, these four boys. So by the time they finish eating their vegetables. And those guys were into steak. And were into sausages. And, uh, and all type of things. When they were ready to see the king. When they stood before the king. Can you believe it? Those boys who were eating grass. They looked nicer and fresher. Abba. The power of God is transforming every difficulty to your advantage. Receive a blessing now. They looked fresher than those who had eaten me. I feel like break dancing. Because when you are with God, there's a power that is beyond what you eat. So be, be, be very comfortable with difficulties. The next rod of correction I want to share with you today. I don't know, always my time is up. Always my time is up. I don't know why. Is it the weather or what? Eh? Is the weather? Oh. 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 Too many rods. I don't even know which one to choose. I should choose number five, eh? Oh. It's too powerful. Yes. Yes. The next road I want to give you today, today we are going to do some two or three rods. Two or three rods of correction. The next rod number two is the rod of having no for an answer. No. No from your father. No from your mother. Or it didn't get nicer when it is a no from God. Or no from life. Yes, life says no. Woe unto you. If in your life everything you want is given to you. Personally, I pity that parent. It's a stupid parent. Yeah, and some of you, like you have made yourself into this type of spoiled children. And then when you ask for something, they don't give it to you. Ah, ah, you sit on the floor. in my house, as you are on the floor, I'm coming with a cane. Remain on the floor, throwing tantrums. I'm coming with a belt. I'll pin you to the floor. Stupid boy. Yeah, there are parents like that. Who raise up children without no. Karuma Daza Mande Krema Daza. Look, listen to me very carefully. It's, it's good to pray. When you pray and God says no, embrace it. When there's something you want, you pray about it, you ask daddy, you ask mommy, you, you like, it's not coming. No, it's an answer. Don't, 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 don't like, don't, don't like people. No matter whether it's your father or your mother, don't, don't, don't have 
a feeling for people who, who give you every need, meet every need, and know for an answer is one of the most powerful guidance for your life. Are you here? Yeah. Don't worry. You couldn't get the blouse we are looking for. <laughs> it's a blessing. I'm, I, I am, I've come from the presence of God. And I'm telling you that. The blouse you couldn't get. You don't have. It's a blessing. The school you wanted to attend. Bishop Eddie. Addy said. When he was going to choose his school, sixth form, he chose a school and his father said, no, no, you are going to Achimota. Away with your choice. And he followed his father's no. That is where he went and met Bishop Dagwood Mills. Can you imagine his life without Bishop Dagwood Mills? All of us are looking for things though. We all know the best car, the nicest shoes. But if there is a no, receive the no as an answer from God. I don't know, I'm preaching to a sister here who is looking for a certain beloved and life is not allowing you access to that beloved. I said life, life is not allowing you access to that beloved. Either it's parental or social or spiritual. Somehow, that girl is the one you like. When you see her bottoms, you feel happy. When you see her hair, you are happy. But somehow, there's no access. Listen to me. That no is an answer from God. It's a rod correcting your life. You must be very worried if you get everything you are looking for. And I don't know which parent is doing that. When clearly, I mean, can you imagine a request from a heart that is full of foolishness? And a parent is meeting such requests. When you read First Kings chapter 1, you see something very wonderful about how, how, how uh, um, um, demons are born. How monsters are created. If anybody gives you an essay, write an essay on how demons are created. Go to 1 Kings chapter 1. King David was old. Verse 3. Verse 4. The damsel was very fair. Verse 5. Verse 5. Then Adonijah. There's a monster in the Bible called Adonijah. That this type of monster, you see, when, when the father, you, you, let me finish. The, then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, can you imagine a boy, a young man, he himself says, he, he rises up and says, I will be king. When normally kings are consecrated, kings are anointed, kings are chosen. Even when Saul was going to be made a king, the whole of Israel gathered. And Saul was chosen. Always someone chooses a king. Someone chooses a pastor. Can you imagine as we are here, then somebody gets up and says, I will be the pastor of flaming fire. 
That's a monster. And some of you have got that heart. And I'm showing you today how such idiots are created. He said, I will be king. Can you imagine? He was so powerful that he was able to gather chariots and horsemen and got 50 men to go in front of him were 50 men. Who believed in such an idiot? A monster. Meanwhile, solo, uh, uh, what's his name? David was, was in bed. He was even feeling so cold that they had to bring him someone to lie by his side, side to warm him up. And in bed, the man, David couldn't get up. With a frail voice, he said that Solomon would be king. Adonijah said, no. My way or the highway. But it's the next verse which gives us an insight into the behavior of Adonijah. Yes. Because the Bible says, and his father had not displeased him at any time in saying, why has thou done so? He was also a goodly man and his mother bare him after Absalom. Look at the New Living Translation. Let me shock you there. He said, he said now his father David had never disciplined him. Some of you should thank God for flaming fire. Because what your parents are doing to you at home, they are creating a monster out of you. But thank God. You see, you see, you see, you see let, me, let me digress. Let me, let me move away. Let me, let me deviate. Massively. Massive deviation. Let me move away and tell you something very wonderful. Jesus Christ said, he said, there's only one father. He said, we should call no man father. He said, call no man father. Because we have only one father who is in heaven. Where is that verse? Yes. Yes, put it up. I'm, I'm, I'm deliberately deviating. Yes. He said, call. <laughs> no man, nobody should be called father. Are you there? Mighty you. 23, verse 9. And permit my digression. I'm going to come back in line. And call no man your father upon the earth. For one is your father, which is in heaven. <laughs> See, what it means is that when you talk about somebody who is a father, a real father to you, there's nobody you should call your father. Not even your biological father who gave birth to you with his pen. He's not fit to be a father. Do you know why? Because the title father, only God is big enough to be a father. Every other human being can play just a part of a father. So sometimes you need your biological father at home and a spiritual father in the church. It is that synergy that will introduce a real earthly father into your life. Like when I was nine years old, I always tell you my father died when I was nine. 
So we don't know this type of daddy, father type of behavior. Now, from nine, nine, nine years to, to about 14, 15, it was just chaos. Now, when I got born again and I entered church, and my spiritual pastor became, my pastor became my spiritual father. He compensated for the years that I had no father. That is why you must not joke with Reverend Kobe. Because he's complementing the deficiencies in your biological system. Because your father at home is not fit to be a father. He's not fit to be a father. It is your, your father at home plus Reverend Kobe plus Bishop Ogo to Auntie Zara and Auntie Mimi. All these people together, like five of them together will be equal to one earthly father. Imagine your life, how it would be if only your biological father was in charge. Some of you can't even find them. You can't even find him where he is. He's lying by a woman somewhere. But, but even those of you can find your father. No matter how great he is, you need another pastor's input. If you are listening to me right now, it is my input that is adding on to your father's input. That makes you a normal boy in your room listening to this message. So I greatly respect anybody who pastors my children. Because no matter what I do, I am incapable of providing the holistic fatherly guidance that my child will need. He will need something more than my greatest intelligence can afford. Now back, back to the stupidity of Absalom. His father, we were expecting something better from King David. We were expecting something better from King David. But you see, sometimes, no matter how great your father is, when it comes to you alone, there may be some deficiencies. In fact, sometimes, it is even better some biological fathers are cleared away from your life. Look, my father was such a rich man. Eh? I'm very sure if he was alive when I was in uh, secondary school, I would have been on drugs. So early, God cleared him away. Just move. I will take care of you. But those of you with daddy at home, thank God for flaming fire. Thank God for lighthouse. Thank God for Lady Pastor Mercy. Thank God for Auntie Alexandra. Thank God for Reverend Kobe. Yes, because you see, when you are raised, if every father loves his children, oh, me, if I had money, I'll buy a plane for my son. Plane. Allo plane. So I'll give him over to another pastor. Yeah. When he's with that pastor, when, when, when I'm with my son and he's fasting and he's so frail, he can't even walk well. I say, Charlie, come, 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 get some, get some, come, come, get some. Uh, Tilapia, eat, hurry up, eat, eat quickly quick, quick, and go and pray. <laughs> eat something, eat, eat some meat pie. Eat something for strength. Yeah. But if it's with Reverend Kobe, you know he's a short man already. <laughs> short men are wicked. <laughs> wicked. He'll watch you. 
I said, he'll watch you. As you, are, you can't even open your eyes. You are, you are praying and you, you say, rise up and uh, take the next prayer topic. We are pray- the next prayer is for two hours. So, can, you, can you imagine your life without church? If all your life was daddy, I mean, there's no hope for you. No hope for you. Any dress your mother finds, she'll put it on you. Whether it's a useless dress, no matter whether it's short, what, once, once, once it yeast your breast and your thighs are also contoured. Contoured thighs. Yes. But when you bring that dress to this house, here in this house, better leave it at the gate. But your mother is a good mother. She loves you. But she cannot be enough. Adonija, the Bible introduces this monster as somebody who had never been disciplined. Everything he wanted, he had it. The King James, I like the, sometimes the way different translations put something makes a translation better. I like this time, I like King James. He would say that his father had never said no. Is that King James? Had never displeased him. Wants to make him happy. Because every parent wants to make you happy. But not all happiness will lead to happiness. As I said, not all happiness will lead to happiness. Let's get some more translations. Message Bible, MSG. His father had spoiled him rotten as a child. <laughs> Trust Message Bible. His father, some of you sitting here, are spoiled brats. Spoiled brats. We can see it from the size of your buttocks as a boy. A boy with big buttocks. You are a brat. Never once reprimanding him. Can you see it on, on, on the screen? His father has spoiled him rotten as a child. Never once reprimanding him. Beware of a parent who doesn't face you. A pastor who is always smiling. A pastor who is always embracing you. A pastor who doesn't say, no, you cannot do this. Besides that, he was very good looking. But with his good looks, he was a monster. He was about to pepper David in Jerusalem. Kamala Zondele Brakata. Shimika Torima Zandala Bakayandelebe. Today, today, as we are all living here, be comfortable. When mommy says no, remember that that's your rod of correction. It's your salvation. When daddy says no, when everybody says no, please. Can I go and wee wee? No, sit down. Wee wee in your panties here. We'll clean it. Let no be a great answer to you. Never like anybody who gives you everything you want. Thank God. As for this church, maybe that church, but here you won't get it. Yes. Here you won't get it. Yes. Even, not only will we say no, but even the face we used to say no. You, 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 you will not, you, you will wonder why. But in 20 years time, you'll be looking for my number to send a text to say, thank you, Bishop, for the no, for the facings, 
for the harsh words, for the wild things you did. Thank you. That's why I'm here today. Yes. See today's children, he wants PlayStation. He has it. He wants uh, 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 Jordans. He has it. He wants polyester blouse. She has it. Smartphone. Listen to me. Hey, hey. Smartphones are used by people who are smart. When you put a smartphone into the hands of an idiot, it's the disaster you get because he will use it for pornography. His father had not displeased him at any time. Not in the morning, not in the evening, when he was, not when he was six years, not when he was seven years. Never. Every time, daddy is mommy. Every every day, hey, sit down, let's go. Hey, hey, don't, don't. Some of your parents follow you to go and insult teachers in school. And you are following your mother with no sense in her head. You are following her with your big bottles, a boy, big bottles. Go, yes, mommy, yes, tell him. Tell, say yes, tell him, tell him, tell him. Stupid. Can you imagine the number of lashes I've received in my lifetime? As a primary school student, as a secondary school boy. Can you imagine the, 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 the beatings with belts and the slaps I've had from my mother at home? That's why I'm, I, I, I wonder if you can ever be like me. Because the proportionality is so direct that I'm afraid for your future. That the amount of rods you have received is what is going to determine the brightness of your destiny. So since yours is so low, I wonder. But maybe we'll compensate for it with flaming fire and the messages and the drills. You wait. Before you vacate, uh, before you go back to school, we will do one week fasting. Clewy. Cle- do you know Clewy? It's a Greek word. Kamaru mazan deleba. Can I give you one more in close? Or oh, I should end it right now. Oh, it's time, eh? It's time. Just one more. Two. Okay, let me give you just one, 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 one word. The next rod of correction is rebukes from someone who is more spiritual than you. A no is different from a rebuke. Look, look, look. My God, look. I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. Doc, I'm disturbed. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. The reason why I'm disturbed is that some of you 
live with your parents. But you are bastards. Normally, a bastard is somebody without a father. But some of you are with your parents. Daddy is there, but you are a bastard. Your destiny has been bastardized. Some of you, your parents had money they were not expecting. So saying, I mean, rebuking you, facing you, slapping you. Let me tell you one of the things that creates bastards. It's not, it, is, it is not not having a father. It is not not having a mother. You can have a father and a mother, but if you are the type who cannot be rebuked, you are a bastard with parents. Verse 8 of Hebrews chapter 12. It says, but if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers. Hebrews 12 verse 8. Whereof all are partakers. Then are ye bastards and not sons. So you may be a son. We know that daddy is there. You are a son. But based on our inability to, to, to rebuke you, to face you, to chastise you, even though there's daddy in the house, you are a bastard. And there's no future for bastards. Zero destiny. Bastards have no future. Listen to me carefully. Those of you at home with mommy and daddy, those of you with no mommy but daddy, daddy and no mommy and mommy and no daddy and uncle and cousins. I was raised by my grandmother. She was 107. Your ability to place yourself under corrections and rebukes gives you a very beautiful future. Don't make yourself a renegade child. Rebukes are actually one of the major rods of correction. Don't be a person whose boss cannot rebuke you, your pastor can rebuke you, mommy can because you are taller than mommy, I will lift my hand and slap you upstairs. And we are around. And some of you, the mess your parents have created, we are the pastors in the church going to be running after your poo mopping after you. We'll be here, they'll call a police station. A girl, you have impregnated. You are saying you don't know her. When the boy is born, his head is the same size as your head. No rebukes. When you have no rebukes, you have no future. You must love people who tell you things you don't want to hear. What a church service. This is my best service today. Don't gravitate towards people who only say nice things. Your dress is nice. Your hair is nice. Your dress is nice. Your dad is nice. Your dress is nice. It's good. You've done well. When you've done well, I'm the one who will tell you you've done well. You cannot tell me to tell you that you've done well. I am old enough to know that you've done well. And when you have done well, you know I will tell you. But when you shark, you will experience the bite of a shark. Some of you, you made yourself, I mean, 
like when, when, when you are corrected, when you are faced, then your face cramples like a foil, kitchen foil. You make a face. When we see, we know that that meeting we had is what has changed your behavior. But I like the people, when they are faced, they are smiling. You see, you see, you see, you see it, it, it is onaporific. I said, it's onaporific for someone to tell you something about what you are doing that is not appropriate. Jeremiah 10 23 says, The way of a man, the, the way of an instrumentalist, the way of a pastor, the way of a singer is not in himself. Don't we clap when we sing well? I mean, in my life, what's the name? Vinolia. You're one of the greatest actors and actress, whatever actress I've seen. You are, you, I mean, she's a beautiful actress. Natural. I sit every Saturday evening in wonderment. Then before we know it, you are going to bleach your face. That you are now a Nigerian uh, Hollywood star. You come to tell you, you will see something from us. I'm promising you that you will see something from us. I'll pray prayers that will bracket your legs. Nonsense. What do you do well? We clap for you. Louise, we clap for you. So if one day we say that we're not happy with the way you, you have been seen excelling off every Sunday, every, every day, you are always at the house. You must accept our correction. Accept it as a rebuke. Don't say, now, I won't rap again. You won't rap again. You're going to rap girls with the rap. I'm preaching. Some of you, when we face you, your face changes. You don't smile. You must be somebody, when we face you, there's still a smile. That's the girl I like. Otherwise, there's no future for you. Nobody will hand over anything great to you. The rod of correction is what guarantees you a great chair to sit on one day. Yes. Do you know how Peter became Jesus Christ? Your friend is saying, assistant pastor. Peter. Read it. Let, let me show you the verse. Matthew 16. I'm ending now. It's enough. Take it home for the week. Inshallah, we shall meet again. Matthew 16, 23. Yes. Look. Go back to 21. From that time, can I teach you something that before we close? Am I allowed to just, just a comment? You know, from that time forth, Jesus began to show unto his disciples. I'm, I'm speaking now, at this point, I've left everybody in this room out and I'm addressing melancholics. From that time forth, Jesus Christ, you see, melancholics feel perfect. They feel clean. They feel luciferic. It's like excellence and perfection. From that time forth, Jesus Christ began to preach. So how you must go to Jerusalem and so many things. Go to verse 18. 16, 16, 16. Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Just remember when he was asking, Who do you say I am? Some say you are John the Baptist, Elias, and Jeremiah. Who do you say? And this, this is Peter's answer. So, I mean, the, the answer he gave was so fantastic. I mean, wow. Wow. How? What a revelation. 
So Christ said in verse 17, you are blessed, Simon. I mean, the way you have become spiritual, the way, you, I mean, your, your understanding of issues and how you, your answers, I mean, wow. So, 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 this is a revelation from heaven, verse, 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 verse 18. So, so he says, you, you are Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. Upon this revelation, this, this insight, this supernatural insight you have, I'm going to build a church on it. Wow. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So, 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 so this is a guy, very, very fantastic guy, very great guy. But you see, this is where the rubber meets the road. Listen to me very carefully. Those of you who are good, like David Dems, good on the keyboard, you play well, like uh, Laborel, uh, what's your name? Uh, 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 Gilliman. I mean, when it's on the bass guitar, you see, when you do something very well, and you are very good at something, it, it, is, it is very painful when you receive an adverse remark about what you perceive as your excellence. You know, but uh, this guy, what's his name? Jeff, who sits here and does bogus projection? Bogus, can't find the verse, two minutes to find the verse. When we are facing him, he's cool. He didn't laugh because he knows that Charlie, he that is down, fear no fall. <laughs> but you, because of the many hand claps and Charlie, you've done well, you have been lifted to the 10th floor. You learn the courts and the, what, what's the name? The courts, give me the terms. The, the, what? The licks. <laughs> The progressions and the course and the modulations and the and the what the the tritones. When one day we say, David, the way you played the song for uh, you played for Shepherd of My Soul when Vinola was singing, it was it was a bogus play. What? How? Wow? How? How? With all my chords and tritones, tritones, quad tones. Be very careful. The area where you are very good there, it can be the beginning where the, the beginning of you not being liked by the person who likes you. I'm saying it again. The area where you are very good, it may be the beginning of your not being liked by the person who likes you for that good area. Because expect a remark. Why can't we not make a comment about your playing? Who are you anyway? It is at this point that I want to ask all of you to put your notebooks down and clap for Peter. Peter. There comes Peter. Are you clapping your hands? Okay now, after such a revelation, I mean somebody who hears from heaven, everything he says will be right. 
but it is not true. The same way that the, the person who plays the keyboard with heavenly fingers, it's not everything you play that will be correct. Like the one who sings, not everything you sing that will be correct. Or the one who preaches, not every message you preach will be five star. And the one who dances, not every dance you dance, there may even be a move that you didn't make well because the lady in front of you was shaking her buttocks too much. And no, and no, and no, and no, and no, and no, and no. I'm preaching. Today we are having a very, very, very important church service. I'm happy you came. So, remember, who, who do men say I am? Oh, you are, you are, some say you are bad. Who do you say? And Peter, I mean, that guy is in the spirit. And within the same minute as they were talking, then Christ, oh, Charlie, I, I forgot to tell you guys something. Oh, I'm going to go to Jerusalem to be killed. Hey! See, which is also another key. It's a teaching point. When you are praised a lot of time, you may think you have an opinion about everything. When we always clap for you, even in the meeting, we always say that, oh, um, courage, say something, contribute. What's your mind? Courage. Because every time when you say something, we are impressed. And no interest. Anytime there is a discussion, you must bring your mouth into the discussion. Yes. Suddenly, Peter felt that just because this is a small revelation we have clapped for you, say, hey, hey, how? Never. Jerusalem, over my dead body. I'll sort you out. Sit down, cool down. And just said, hey, Peter. Who are you talking to? Peter. Am I the one you are addressing? That should sit down. Why? Because you, 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 you get revelations. I am the one who said it should clap for you. What, what audacity do you have to comment about my going to Jerusalem? Who are you? Were you there when I was sent from heaven? I mean, but if, if, but no, wait, wait, wait. Since when did you develop an opinion about me, my destiny? Yes, you can comment on what people say. And, that, and, and, and even the previous question, I asked you what you yourself think about me. It is your opinion you gave. But when it comes to my life, how can you, a, a, a church member, have an opinion about your pastor's marriage? Can you have an opinion about your pastor's message as priest? And this come about when we are constantly golding you, golding you up, making you feel great that you are a wise boy, you are a great guy, and suddenly you begin to take on matters that are too high for you. But I remember the other day David saying that I do not, I do not, I do not, I do not engage myself in matters that are too high. May you from today. Know which matters not to exercise yourself in. But don't we all make mistakes? We make mistakes. It is your attitude. Somebody went to put something on, on, on a WhatsApp page and put my name on it. I was so bored. I huffed and puffed. 
begged. He begged. But I was watching his attitude. And he got 10 over 10 for the attitude. 10 over 10. Even when he has scored zero for the post. We make mistakes. The fact that you are a great person. You see, leave room for human error. The Bible says we have a treasure, but it is in earthen vessels. The treasure is not in golden vessels. It's in clay. When you go to the toilet, your poopoo smells. That, should, that alone should make you humble. And some of you, it's not just the poopoo, but the noise that comes with the poopoo. You must always go to toilet in a place where you are alone. Because the bombs, the bombshells, the missiles. A girl, a girl. You can't even flash it. And no, and no, I mean, Tiasia, no. You know, Christ was bored, honestly. That some things went like yesterday. I was so bored. I was so bored. So, in being, I mean, as Christ was bored, as he was talking, he addressed Peter as Satan. Mejaya, sorry. You are leaving the church. Meanwhile, Jesus himself knew that Peter was not Satan because if he had been Satan, he would still not have handed over keys. Why would Jesus give keys to Satan? When you do something wrong and your parents are facing you, learn to separate the words coming from their mouth with the mind they have about you. But Peter, beautiful Peter, when he was called Satan, he had no attitude. He accepted it. Yes. He accepted the rod of correction from, as, as a rebuke from someone higher. He might have had a revelation, but there's no one like Jesus. There's only one Jesus Christ. Yes, there's only, Jesus Christ said, the works I do shall you do. And greater work. He himself, he himself said, we will raise more dead bodies than he raised. Who preach to more, even me right now, even at my age, in my whatever in ministry, I've, I've preached to more crowds than Jesus preached to. Me, me. I've addressed larger crowds than Jesus ever addressed in his lifetime. Does it make me bigger than Jesus? So, 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 so I'm saying to you today, that when you are in a relationship, even your own girlfriend, girls, girl, girl, and you have a friend who cannot correct you. You have, surround, you, you have, you have become a spiritual Rehoboam. Spiritual Rehoboams are those who take advice only from the friends who say nice things. But elderly people who say things that are opposite what they want to do, they rubbish them. But Peter, he allowed himself to be called Satan. Jesus said, get thee behind me. Get thee behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. You savor the things that are of men and not the things that are of God. You are, you are carnal. 
The same man who is being called canal is the same man who is being given keys. Learn that when we are saying something, that learn to understand why we are saying what we are saying. Peter never left. The next time we heard of Peter, he was the one in charge of the church. He could handle rebukes. He could handle correction. Today, I want to say to all of you, Flemish, number one, begin to embrace, no, you can't go. Sit down. No, you can't marry him. No. Because you are using their breasts. But breasts have nothing to do with whether a person is not a witch or is a witch. And they are witches in church. So your father may be a fetish spirit, but when, when he says no, it's possible that the girl is a witch or she will become a witch one day. From today, when you are faced, smile. When you are rebuked, take it as a correction from God that is guaranteeing you. It may be, I mean, can you imagine when Reverend Kobe is rebuking you? It's almost like, it's almost like, it's almost like you are being shredded. Hey! You cry, eh? But blessed are those who receive the rebuke and smile and flow. You shall be great. I said you shall be great. You shall be on top. You shall not be behind. You shall be powerful. God will lift you up. You will shine. You will be powerful. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. We've gone beyond our time, but lift your two hands and let's close. Lift your two hands and let's close. Pray right now and say, Lord, give me the spirit of humility. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. Just open your mouth and pray and say, Lord, from today, when I'm told no, when I'm corrected, when I'm rebuked, I will take it. I will take it. Lift your hands and pray. There's a moment. Somebody's moment is in this prayer time. Somebody's moment. Somebody's destiny. Somebody's greatness. Somebody's blessing is in this time. Pray. Purify my heart. The spirit of humility, Lord. To receive corrections. To receive rebukes. Thank you for listening to the Word of God with us. Find us on Facebook at Flaming Fire Revolution. God bless you richly and remember, it's a Jesus revolution.